Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. There's a little over a second delay. You're slipping. Oh, sorry. That's all right. I do my best, you know. That's all right. It's a good thing you're cute. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Let's start this out with news from uh, the Disney Parks blog, as we like to do. Um, This is exciting news for us because we love mini golf. And the Winter Summerland Mini Golf is going to reopen on November 6th. That's right. Disney Winter Summerland Miniature Golf opens November 6th at the Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, Winter Summerland offers two uniquely themed 18-hole golf courses, each with their own musical soundtrack. Uh, The first course is designed uh, and draws inspiration from the winter season. And the second course represents all things summer. Uh, the constant theme through both is uh, Christmas and Santa Claus. Um, so there are some pretty cool things to do. And if you've never mini golfed, uh, you know, you might want to do it. It's something you can do on a Disney trip. And uh, if you want to go to Disney, you can always reach out to your favorite travel agent, which happens to be me. And uh, the, <coughs> excuse me, while Winter Summerland will reopen next month, Disney's Fantasia, uh, Fantasia Gardens Miniature Golf Course will be closed for the season on November 5th and reopen January 31st of 2021. Usually they don't do extended closures like that. No. They they do that for the water park, but not for the miniature golf courses. Right. All right. Um, Freeform, which is formerly uh, ABC Family, um, is having 31 nights of Halloween. That's right. And if you're down in the parks, you can take a picture in front of the 31 Nights of Halloween photo wall, which is in Disney Springs this October. It's on the north side of the Disney Days of Christmas store, and it's uh, decorated with pumpkins and some scariness and branches and, of course, the Freeform logo. And if you are a fan of Freeform uh, and you still watch television, um, Freeform TV is offering their 31 Nights of Halloween Um throughout the month. So we're already a couple days into it, but you're going to be able to see movies like Hotel Transylvania, uh, one, two, and three Casper, Hocus Pocus, all the Adams family movies, the Simpsons, Treehouse of horror, horror, uh, horror thons, uh, the mummy, the mummy returns corpse bride, ghostbusters, uh, both the 1984 and 2016 versions, sleepy hollow, uh, Monsters, Inc., Monsters University, Scream, Scream 2. So there's a ton of movies. If you want to check out the whole schedule. Are there more? Because you went through, like, you have gotten through about 25 of them. I left off Beetlejuice and Goosebumps. <laughs> uh, if you'd like more information on their programming, you can go to freeform.com slash 31 night schedule. Very fun. Those yeah, are some good movies. They are. And some of them are available on Disney Plus, but some of them aren't. Okay. Um, On the Disney Parks blog, there is a um, feature on how to create a poison apple pumpkin. You thought this was pretty cute. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's a poison apple pumpkin. Uh, You know, you have to paint the pumpkin red. You use some shaving cream. um, But you are essentially making a poison pumpkin from uh, Snow White. And it's uh, red paint, paintbrushes, shaving cream, white glue, a pencil marker, mixing bowl, and a spoon. And uh, they have a template that you can cut out and it'll look like the poison apple, which has that little skull face on Mm -hmm. it. And then there are also other templates that are available. 
Um, if you just go to the Disney Parks blog, Everything Halloween page, you can get some of your favorite Disney character uh, templates. We've used them a couple of years to do some Mickey Mouse yeah. and Donald Duck and stuff. So those are always a fun thing to do at Halloween. Very good. And as a word of caution, yes. whenever you're handling shark objects, make sure an adult is present. Oh, man. Yeah, that's why I can't do it. No. No, because no, you're, we'll you're usually not around. <laughs> All right. Um at Chef Mickey's, the characters are returning. Yes. On December 16th, Mickey and the gang will be back. Uh, they'll probably still be socially distancing, but they are bringing along some new uh, new and traditional breakfast favorites with them, including the new Mickey Celebration Pancake, which features whipped cream, celebration sprinkles, pixie dust, and more. They are also bringing with them the new loaded potato cheese casserole topped with smoked bacon crumbles and chives. And then Goofy will be bringing his Goofy's Banana Bread French Toast, which is the flavors of banana bread with a zesty orange-scented French toast batter topped with espresso mascarpone cream, toasted bananas, and chocolate crumbles. Yeah, I mean, since it's no longer a buffet, they have the opportunity to do some fun things with food, um, you know, kind of um, plus up their menu a little bit. So that's awesome. Um, not that anyone's going to be able to get. Well, hold on. Let me just say that. I'm so sorry. Sorry. Excuse me. Mickey and his friends are only returning for breakfast at Chef Mickey's. Okay. That's it. (laughs) You're not going to be able to get a reservation there anyway, so don't even waste your time. Oh, no? No. Not unless you're going on a 10-day trip and you are planning on going on your last day of your 10-day trip and you get on... Uh, you get online at yeah, 5.59 to get that spot. Or if you're staying club level, they'll do it for you. I don't know. I don't know right now. Um, I'm grumpy because we are going in December, and I got up at the crack of dawn this morning to make sure I was on for 6 o'clock, um, the day, six o'clock in the morning when the reservations opened up for our um, period of time. We're there for four days, so I can book those four days on the first day. That our reservations are, and there was just nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hollywood Studios lunchtime and didn't even matter lunchtime. Just Hollywood Studios had nothing all day at any restaurant for four people, and that's on our third day we're there. That's not even it's right. not even the first day. Right. So there are people whose you know dates wouldn't have even opened up yet if they were going on their first day. So uh, not easy to get dining. No. I, I wanted sci-fi. That was not happening. Um, I did end up moving the uh, number of people down to four, and I was able to get lunch at Mama Melrose. I mean, down to three, and I was able to get lunch at Mama Melrose, and I think they'll just let me bring One of the kids. We'll, we'll be picking <laughs> some kind of straw before before the meal, and somebody has to just stand outside the window and stare at us the whole time. Now, there's no difference between a table for three and a table for four, especially with social distancing. You'd think they'd want the bigger parties. <coughs> I think even if you had a reservation for two and you came with four, they'd probably be thrilled to have you. Right. Uh, because you still take up the same amount of space and uh, you're spending more money. You know what the difference is between a table for four and a table for three? What? One. There's no, it's not. That's the difference. One chair maybe, but it's the same size table. All right. So are you off your grumpy soapbox? Yeah. It's All not right. just being a grumpy soapbox. I just want people to know and to set their expectations that if they are going and they are waiting for their uh, dates to open up, have lots of backup plans because gotcha. uh, you might not get what you want. So I guess we're letting it out of the bag that we're going to Disney World in December. I think we said that. Did we? I feel like we did. Okay. Yeah. Based on our good friend's trip three weeks ago? Yes. Yes. 
All right. Um, oh, this is always fun. Disney Paper Parks. That's right. Disney Paper Parks. Uh, they have a new four-part series inspired by Halloween and the Haunted Mansion. Uh, part one was just released on the Disney Parks blog, and it includes Haunted Mansion home decorations. I was not sure if anyone was actually doing these things back when we were in the middle of a pan, like the heart of the pandemic and no one could leave their house at all. Right. I'm pretty sure no one's doing these now. I'm going to do it just as You are not. You didn't do it when we were bored out of our minds. That's true. (laughs) But you know what? When we were bored out of our minds, we had each other. That's true. We could argue all day long. Yes. Um, And let's see. It's Star Wars Reads Month. And to celebrate, a free ebook can be downloaded. That's right. Disney has created Star Wars Reads, a month-long celebration of reading and Star Wars. Uh, from October 5th through October 9th, U.S. residents can claim a free ebook from Disney Books and get the young adult novel Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, A Crash of Fate. Um, so that is something you might want to get if you have a, a young adult reader or you're an adult who likes to read at a young adult reading level. All right. Yeah. Um, moving over to California news, you know there's always so much excitement over there. There is. Um, the Secretary of Health and Human Services has said there's no promise of a specific date. That's the whole story. That's it. In and pl- he's talking about the reopening of um, theme parks. That's right. All right. And then Governor Newsom did not answer any Disneyland questions at a recent pre- press conference, despite the fact that many were asked. Yeah, uh, it's gotten so bad now that he is ignoring questions about Disneyland. Um, But he is talking about the new tiered system for reopening uh, and its impact on business. Um, So, you know, they're they're putting in this new tiered system. And apparently Disney is still one tier away from where they would allow the parks to reopen. So I don't know why California is jerking everyone around. I don't know what their problem is. I mean, I don't know what it would be like in Connecticut. Like, right. to be fair, I mean, obviously, Florida's like the Wild West down there, so who knows? Yeah. Um, you know, Connecticut, we're very conservative. But, I mean, our theme parks are open. Mm-hmm. They've been open for a while. Right. Our little local local ones. I mean, uh, we have uh, Lake, Lake Quasipog and um, Lake Compounds. Lake Compounds. And Six Flags New England. I don't I don't know a lot about that and, and mm-hmm. what's been going on with that, but I do know that those other two smaller ones have been open and they were open all summer. Right. Um and even uh Quasi had has a water park that was open. Right. So I I would venture to guess that if Disneyland were here, it would have been open a while ago. Yeah, I just I just find it very odd that they went from a uh, Governor Newsom, how how close are we? Oh, we're close. Governor Newsom, how close are we? Oh, we're very close. Governor Newsom, how close are we? Oh, we don't have a date. We don't know when the guidelines are coming. Well, and I he think was it's, close in the fact that like they released what they thought and that everybody was like, I don't think so. I think now they're just being spiteful because the theme parks pushed back and don't like the plan. Yeah. I, I don't know that the theme parks were able to open with that with that old plan. It just might not be cost effective. Well, the thing, you were, and, and you don't want to open as a theme park and then realize, and you know, things aren't changing. The governor doesn't, like just leaves it where it is. Right. It's one thing if you know it's going to be like that and you figure two or three weeks later, you're probably going to be able to up things or change things. But, you know, if he sits on that like that for six months, you can't stay open like that no. for six months. And then what? Then they're open for a month or two and they have to close again. Right. So, I mean, no one wants to do that. Um, a mysterious permit has been filed for Disney's California Adventure. That's right. There is a permit for four new illuminated signs, uh, wall signs for a Golden State expansion. 
Uh, now, Golden State used to be a section of California Adventure um, that encompassed Grizzly Peak, Pacific Wharf, uh, as well as parts of Paradise Gardens Park and Cars Land. Uh, but that name was retired when they reimagined the area and added Cars Land in 2012. So why they would refer to uh, an area that no longer exists in the park, we don't know. Uh, but what we do know is that some new signage uh, looks like it's on its way. Well, that's uh, that's exciting, it's I guess. It's a mystery. No one's going there, so I don't know why it matters, but all right. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Josh DeMauro is visiting or has been visiting some cast members at Disney World. Um, I think that's because he feels bad about the layoffs, correct? That's right. Well, last week he was in Disney, uh, downtown Disney in California. Uh, this week he is now in uh, the Walt Disney World area. Uh, visiting with and talking with cast members and allowing them to voice their frustrations to him. So, if I can get your attention away from your phone. Oh, I'm sorry. We're talking about my uh, someone's having a baby. I'm sorry. Oh. I get very excited about babies. Yes. Um, or are we? Are we done with that one? Did you finish talking about it? Sure. <laughs> Did, were you? I, I give credit to Josh DeMauro for going and being the face of this, uh, you know, layoff. I do and, too, because the higher ups are just completely ignoring it, aren't they? Uh, yeah, not much has been said from uh, Mr. Uh, Chapek or Mr. Iger. Right. Um, in the Magic Kingdom, Minnie's dog, Fifi, has been added to Small World. Yeah, Fifi is in a corner in the uh, penguin <laughs> section. I mean, you, you really got to be looking for her. You know, I'll tell you, no one puts Baby in a corner, but they've stuck Fifi in a corner. <laughs> they definitely have. Um, Fifi the Peak, which is Mickey's beloved dog, uh, is amongst the penguins. So uh, rumor has it that um, they are going to add 40 new Disney film characters to the attraction uh, as part of the 50th anniversary celebration. Uh, They did this out in Disneyland, Mm -hmm. uh, and they've also done it internationally in Tokyo and Hong Kong. Um, I enjoyed it when we went out to the California Disneyland. I did also. uh, To see, you know, certain characters in their proper countries, like to see Alice in Wonderland Mm -hmm. in Great Britain and to see, uh, you know characters in their geographic area. It was interesting. And to see the characters done in dolls in that Mary Blair style. Right. Was neat. Yeah. They they were great. They were very nicely done and, um, I don't know, fun to see and fun to pick out, you know, to look for. It's a ride that, you know, we've been on no less than, I don't know, 40 times. Right. So to have something different to look for is fun. Exactly. Um, In Epcot, construction walls have been erected in Italy. Yeah, once again, this is a mystery, like a, a you know, permit being filed, a uh, very vague permit. But new construction walls on the side of the Italy Pavilion, uh, running all the way to uh, the American Adventure at the Jeffrey's Kiosk. Jeffrey's Coffee? coffee Jeffrey's. Kiosk. What did I say? Jeffrey's. Jeffrey's. Uh, coffee Kiosk. Is it coffee? Yes, it's coffee. coffee. <laughs> you okay? Kiosk? Yes. Uh, at the edge of the American Adventure. So they're pretty big walls. Um, no one knows what's going on, but obviously they're going to be hiding, uh, hiding something. It seems like when you, if you, if they haven't announced something that they're doing, those walls tend to be for something super lame. Right. You know, it's some like kind of landscaping or, or they're yeah, they're a bench. Right. They're, yeah, they're extending the walkway a little, another, you know, an extra two feet or something, right. or they're putting up a. Traditionally, know. there has been a bench and an ice cream cart in that area. So they could just be you know, updating the electrical service in that area and they don't want people to see it. Yep. 
I'm sure it's not very exciting. Right. Um, Frozen After Ever After is going to close for just a few days from November 2nd to the 6th. Yep. Uh, that's in the Norway Pavilion. And uh, as Cheryl said, it will be closed for uh, five days. Okay. What's that for? Why? Just a general refurbishment Basically and rehab. Like, it's probably like dusting Yeah, they're just going to go like in and dust. Yeah. Yeah. Um, time oh it must have been me and lily talking when we uh when we were just in the magic kingdom the other day about uh you know how often do these things get dusted and um talking about like if you had that job if there was just like you know two of you and you just like you know say it's like small world and that's your job is to dust and you Mm -hmm. just go through every section every night you know it's a different it's a different section and you just like hang out and dust and then when you get to one end you know you start again right Kind of a fun I, job. I have, not, I have not seen that person on the one day at Disney. I don't yet. think they do that because things get pretty darn dusty in they Small do. World. They do. And you remember when they opened the Haunted Mansion, the cleaners would go in at night and they started cleaning up the cobwebs. Oh, no. <laughs> and they had to instruct them to not clean up the cobwebs or dust. All right. Um, so speaking of Frozen. Yes. Uh, a first, The first time in forever has opened back up in Hollywood Studios. That's right. That's exciting. It is um, exciting. Those are some of the uh, equity actors who are now returning to work. And uh, the sing-along has reopened today. Uh, actually, yesterday, which was October 5th. Uh, however, uh, Frozen Fractals, the gift shop, is closed. Oh, uh, it won't be long. No. Uh, did they start back up? The Lion King show in Animal I have not seen that yet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting for that. Hopefully that'll be open before we go. Right. I do like, however, uh, while Frozen Fractals is closed, they do have a sign that says, go to Mickey's of Hollywood for select Frozen merchandise. Okay. So they tell you where you can get it, at least. Um, And then in Hollywood Studios, another opening, Keystone Clothiers, has reopened. That's right. That's one of the uh, stores along their main drag there. What is that called, their main drag? Um... I can never think of it. That's a good question. Hollywood Boulevard? I think it is. I think you're right. All right. And then... We're going to refer to it as Hollywood Boulevard. I think that's what it is. And then also ABC Commissary is going to be reopening soon. That's right. ABC Commissary is going to be reopening on October 8th. And they're going to uh, be debuting some new menu items. uh, Curry rice bowls, buffalo chicken grilled cheese, uh, and more. Fun. I like and more. Let me see if I can get the and more. Uh, Mediterranean salad, Mediterranean salad with chicken, chicken club, California burger, um, pork carnitas tacos, shrimp tacos. Uh, although they have trimmed down their entrees from fifteen to nine, it seems like they're doing that in a lot of their uh, in a lot of their restaurants. Um, you know, paring things down. Uh, the burgers, ribs, and other beef options have disappeared, and uh, they have discontinued fish. Um, but they have uh, the tacos replaced some of their teriyaki entrees. No more chicken breast strips for the kids. Oh, so they, no. they've made some wholesale changes. All right. They're always changing things at ABC Commissary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The last thing they've had that I really liked was fish and chips. They actually okay. had a decent fish and chips. But uh, they probably don't have that anymore, right? Mm. Uh, I did not see that. All right. But it's just funny. Like for the kids' menu, which used to be a carved turkey sandwich, kids' cheeseburger, Uncrustables, mac and cheese, are chicken strips. Uh, they now, new offerings include pork tacos and a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, I mean, they're paring things down, but I don't know. I don't know that they're making the best choices on what to cut. Right. Um, in Hollywood Studios also, Ronto wraps are going to be available at Docking Bay 7 uh, during the times that Ronto Roasters is closed. That's right. As we mentioned in our last show, Ronto Roasters will now be closing at 3 p.m. instead of 8 p.m. 
but don't fear, fear you can get your Ronto wraps in Docking Bay 7, and it is listed as the Ronto wrap specialty, which I tried the breakfast Ronto wrap when I was there uh, in January, and it was delicious. I was not there. I didn't get to eat anything from Ronto Roasters. It is a roasted pork grilled sausage, roasted pork, grilled pork sausage, peppercorn sauce, and tangy slaw wrapped in a pita bread. You didn't have that. I did. Oh. It's delicious. Okay. Yeah. You're not usually that adventurous. I know. I'm expanding. It was Star Wars. <laughs> right. Everything Star Wars has to be good. That's right. Um, so you were right. It is Hollywood Boulevard that is the main drag in uh, Hollywood Studios. And then it's Sunset Boulevard that leads down to Rock and Roller, uh, Coaster. Rock and, Roller Coaster and um, Tower of Terror. Yeah, I'm a genius. You are. You are. Um, all right. And then in the Animal Kingdom, um, they've added to the goat area at the end of the safari. So the, we've been watching this mysterious hut come up and, and <laughs> so found out it was a, it's going to be part of a goat exhibition. Uh, and they've added a rock wall behind the building and they've added a, a beat up Harambe Wildlife Preserve uh, vehicle, I guess, for the goats to climb on. And uh, it's, it's shaping up. Who knows when the, when the goats will be added. So weird. Yeah. Um, set installation permits have been filed for Galactic Star Cruiser Resort. That's right. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is undergoing their next step in construction, which are set items. Um, the group that is going to be doing it, uh, their work is on stage rigging, stage machinery, and specialty theatrical equipment. So, um, you know, uh, they're they're moving forward. This is one of their prioritized construction projects. Uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is going to be a boutique resort uh, catering to Star Wars fans. Uh, there's going to be an interactive ship, ship bridge and a lightsaber training center in the plans. Uh, the hotel is scheduled to open in 2021, but there is no formal date. All right. Um, Imagineering has filed some permits for work at Fort Wilderness. That's right. They're putting in a temporary cast parking lot uh, because rumor has it that Reflections a lakeside, a Disney Lakeside Lodge uh, construction is going to be resuming. Um, they, I assume they were just going to like completely can that I whole know, project since they scrubbed it from their D twenty three website. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I wouldn't say that just because they're putting in a temporary uh, cast member parking that 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 we're going to say that that's why. Well, combine that with the general construction permit that they filed last month. Mm. Um, you know that is. Uh, Possibly what they're going to be doing. Uh, who knows? So time will tell. Yes, it will. And we will be following the story closely. We, we don't We don't stop. No. We're relentless. <laughs> Always in search of the news. Yes. Um, a plot summary has been released for Disney's live action Cruella. Cruella. That's right. We mentioned Cruella months ago, uh, which is a vehicle starring Emma Stone as a young Cruella de Vil. And uh, they have now released the plot summary. Uh, uh, teenage Estella has a dream. She wishes to become a fashion designer, have been gifted with talent, innovation, and ambition in all equal manners, but life seems intent on making sure her dreams will never come true. Having wound up penniless and orphaned in London at 12, four years later, Estella runs wild through the city streets with her best friends and partners in petty crime, Horace and Jasper, two amateur thieves. When a chance encounter vaults Estella into the world of the young, rich, and famous, however, she begins to question the existence she's built for herself in London and wonders whether she might indeed be destined for more after all. When an up-and-coming rock star commissions Estella to design him a signature piece, she begins to feel as though she has truly arrived. But what is the cost of keeping up with the fast crowd? And is it a price that Estella is willing to pay? 
Um, the movie is set in 1970s London, and you know it, it's part of uh, it, it's part of what Disney's been doing. You know, Maleficent. She's bad, but oh look, this is why she's bad, and she's really got a good heart. And and now we're going to see Cruella Deville from Cruella's side, and why is she so evil? And all of a sudden, it, it seems like we have to. Uh, you know, give the give the bad guys their credit because they're they're really not bad down deep down, you know, in their heart. Well, I mean, it just plays you and I can argue with this forever because I like it. It just plays into the whole, you know, every person has some good in them. Right. You know, that people aren't bad all the way through. Not me. You have to look to find the best in people. Uh, and that's a lot of what this, a lot of what these are. However, I think it's weird that it's set in the 70s because I imagine this is, I mean, she's supposed to be young and this is like playing into that. I would have expected, I mean, the uh, 101 Dalmatians takes place in what, the 50s, the 60s, 60s maybe? So you'd think that it would have been, you know, the timeline would have been a lot earlier. But if they updated to the 70s, then it kind of fits her into this punk scene in London in the 70s and that. Yeah kind of goes with the look of her clad in leather that we've seen in some of the promo photos. Yeah. All right. Um, rumor has it, I believe it's rumor has it, that Hocus Pocus, uh, that a Hocus Pocus sequel is coming to Disney. That's right. Uh, Disney Plus, it looks like after 27 years, the Sanderson sisters may be gathering together again. Uh, uh, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimy uh, have all expressed their desire to reprise their roles. So uh, we'll keep following this. It'll be interesting to see what they do. It is currently just a rumor, though, right? Well, it says that providing Disney can strike a deal with the actors, uh, Alan Shankman will be directing. Uh, so they've already got a, de- a director put together. So it's if they've got a director, that means they've got a script. Um, it's and just not a done it, deal it yet. It just means they're working out the numbers with everyone. Gotcha. Um, so we've talked to death about this stupid toll booth at the Magic Kingdom that's getting painted, but I guess there's more news about the painting of the toll booth. That's right. Not only <laughs> is the uh, covering getting painted, but the toll booths themselves are getting the royal blue treatment. The breaking news, you get it all right here. That's right. I'm going to follow this t- like there's no tomorrow. Okay. In legal news, the guy who was caught camping on Discovery Island has taken a plea deal. That's right. Back in, let's see, when was this? Uh, back in June? Probably May, May or June, It was yeah. May. Uh, a, a gentleman was arrested for camping on Discovery Island, which has been closed for 20-some-odd years. Uh, Richard McGuire, 42 years old, uh, claims that he heard no one trying to call him and that he was trying to stay on a Tropical Paradise that he didn't know was off-limits. Uh, so he was originally arrested and trust, uh, charged with trespassing. Uh, but he has now pled no contest uh, in addition to the trespassing charge not showing up. Uh, oh, so these the charges will not show up as a conviction on his criminal record by pleading no contest. He has to pay a $100 fine plus court and prosecution's cost, and he has been banned for life from Walt Disney World property. That's the worst part. It is. I could probably take the rest. I mean, when the story came out in May... I was ready to go, like, sleep on Disney property and try to get away with it just because we missed it so much. Um, So I totally was, like, on board with this guy. But then you said he'll probably get banned for life, and then I rethought my decision to go and camp out Mm -hmm. someplace I wasn't supposed to. But he's always got, you know, he's got Disneyland. He's he's not banned from all Disney properties. Are we sure? It just said he's banned from Walt Disney World for Mm -hmm. life. All right. Um, Well, maybe they'll let him in to Japan after the uh, international travelers have uh, stopped being banned. And um, they're they're giving a date as to when that might happen. 
Well, they're considering. Oh, they're just considering yes. it? Okay. Japan is considering lifting the travel ban for foreign tourists as of April of 2021. Uh, and they're going to have to do that because the Tokyo Olympics have been delayed until the summer of 2021. So yeah. at some point between April and the summer, <laughs> they're going to have to let foreigners in. Uh, Japan currently refuses entry from 159 countries and regions, but has lifted the ban for some business travel. Um, tourists are required to download a new smartphone app and report on their health condition for 14 days uh, when going to Japan. Um Tourists who test negative for the virus will be allowed to watch the Olympics and Paralympics. Uh, and they're also going to be setting up public health centers for tourists. Uh, Japan is going to finalize their plans by early next year. Uh, and uh, that's the deal. So, uh, you know, Disney, Tokyo Disney Resort right now cannot uh, accept foreign guests. But once they lift the travel ban, then uh, it's on. All right. Good. Yeah. Um, Universal Studios is adding express and standby queues for their haunted houses. That's right. Their haunted houses have uh, been very popular, uh, and they're using these to uh, manage queues. Uh, their crowds are, are very tight. Um, they have been also offering the virtual line through the Universal app to help things move, uh, move a lot faster. So uh, if you're going to go check out those haunted houses, you've got a couple of different line options now. Okay, great. Um, and then we have a couple of SeaWorld stories. This one's awesome. A baby dolphin was born in front of visitors. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a rarity. Mm. Um, but a new uh, a mother uh, by the name of Bree gave birth to the dolphin with uh, guests watching on September 29th. There were no complications and uh, the, dolph the dolphin is doing well. Uh, looks like she has not been uh, named yet, but her and the mother have been under 24-hour surveillance for more than a few weeks. And uh, the baby has been nursing well, gaining weight, and learning eating habits. Aw, so cute. Yeah. I like that SeaWorld does that, that they don't take them like away to another area where you know guests can't see them. Mm -hmm. Like what a what a cool experience! Right. Well, what awesome timing yep. to be there for that. Now that is actually the second dolphin birth of the pandemic era, uh, but there was a new baby born named Spark who was born, but the park was already closed by that point, oh. so no guests got to see that. Right. Okay. And then uh, SeaWorld has also added a zebra shark. Yeah, this was not a birth, um, but this is a new zebra shark named Joy, uh, who was hatched three years ago at the Georgia Aquarium in Orlando. And she is uh, an exchange student as part of the Associations of Zoos and Aquarium Special Survival Plan. Um, although the sharks are not considered endangered, uh, their dolphin fins are, I'm sorry, their dorsal fins are coveted by some cultures. So uh, this shark's skin is punctu punctuated with dark stripes, which is why they call them ze zebra sharks. Cool. Yeah. You got anything else for us? That's all I have. It's a pretty long show today. It Pop was. Poppy should be excited. I'm sure he will be. Awesome. Well, until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>